So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between, the world of online dating. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Erica. Welcome to So We Met Online. If you would like to learn more about the show, visit us online at sowemetonline.com and join us throughout social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at So We Met Online. So Erica, this is episode 100, and we have been through an absolutely crazy few years sharing our dating lives with oh with the public with the world <laughs> yep you know we have listeners sometimes i look at our stats we have listeners i mean it it amazes me where people are listening from i mean we have listeners in new zealand i've never been to new zealand i just think it's really cool yeah i actually think we were the number one relationship podcast in sweden for a couple of weeks <laughs> i think know, we worked <laughs> so hey that's okay. I love it. Um, That's pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah. It, but what's even more incredible is that we pulled it off. I mean, a hundred episodes really is impressive for anyone to be able to do. And I'm super proud of us that we were able to make this happen. Me too. I rarely take a step to, you know, pat myself on the back because usually I'm so in the weeds with what I'm doing. But you know what? Let's do a collective backpack. Backpack. And we want to pat everyone out there on the back too. Thank you for sticking with us and for supporting us and for just sharing your stories with us. Yep. We obviously could not have done it without all of our loyal listeners participating and sharing and joining us and asking questions. It's been a thrill to spend this time with you and having you support us as well. So we started this podcast, what, four years ago now? Almost four years ago. Yeah. January, 2017. And as I've mentioned before, the idea came because of all the crazy dating adventures, stories that I've had, and I needed an outlet to share them. We met, we met online and we connected and we started sharing all these crazy stories. But what I haven't shared with you is some of the stats of my dating life over the last 10 years. Oh, I'm nervous. <laughs> and believe it or not, I've actually kept track of this stuff. And I know you're an analytical freak. You love the stats, <gasps> right? I mean, talk nerdy to me, Chris. Yes, so here we go. I'm going to share with you and our audience on our final episode, some of the crazy things that have happened over the last 10 years. And if you don't know, 10 years ago, I went through a divorce. I became single and it was my first venture out into online dating. And this is really where it all started. A lot of my first stories started right after my divorce. And so I began to track my dating history. Oh gosh. So here we go. In the last 10 years, oh no, I have been on 389 dates. Holy guacamole. Yeah. So these are actual dates. This isn't like matches or conversations that didn't end up in a date. I can't even tell you how many of those were. I didn't track that. I actually tracked, these are actual dates, 389 dates. Now I'm going to take a few out because I did have one long-term relationship that lasted three years. Mm -hmm. And I had another long-term relationship that lasted two years. So that's actually removing two from the 389, which gives us 387 
for the last five years. Okay. This calculates to 77 dates per year or one and a half dates per week. That, that actually seems, doesn't sound as crazy right, as it I doesn't thought it sound, It doesn't sound as crazy as you might think. That's okay. One person, one and a half, maybe two per week, which a weekend or something along those lines. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, out of those 387 first dates, the average time that I spent on the date was two hours. How do you know that? I tracked. I tracked oh, the time of boy. all my dates. Oh my God. The longest how did date. I, wait, how did I not know you were such a data nerd this whole time? I know. I know. I, I For some reason, I just started doing it and it just clicked. And <laughs> I was like, this is hilarious. Anyway. Okay. So out of those 387 first dates, the longest date was 10 hours. Yes. I went okay. out with somebody on a first date for 10 hours. We went to Disneyland. So. Oh, that sounds great. Yep. The shortest date was five minutes, and we talked mm-hmm. about that. The average activity, and you're going to love this. You're going to appreciate this. The average activity for all of my first dates was going to dinner. <laughs> I know, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> you and your dinner. Uh, followed by coffee. Okay. That was the second one. Okay. The most expensive first date I've ever had. Ooh was $500. What the heck did you do? We went to dinner. (laughs) I let her pick. I let her pick the restaurant and she picked some crazy, crazy expensive place. I looked at the menu and I was like, oh, there's no prices listed, but you know, it sounds good. Let's go. By the time we got through dinner and wine and dessert, the bill came and it was over $500. And I was like, holy Wow. And she didn't even offer to contribute? No, 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 no. Safe to I say that was, was the last first date of that magnitude. I hope uh, you still think about that food because man, oh man. Yeah. The most ludicrous request I received on a first date was to buy her a car. I think we've covered Are you that sure? before. Are you sure that the most ludicrous <laughs> request wasn't for you to impregnate her on the first date? <laughs> well, I have that in here. <laughs> the most awkward First date was a woman who decided, well, first off, she brought her son with her on her date, um, which the babysitter canceled. So she brought her son. Son was young, very young, so much young that when the son needed to eat, she openly exposed her breasts and started to breastfeed while we were together. Uh, Yeah, it was awkward. The second most awkward date was when I gave the person a hug when we first met. I gave her a hug (laughs) and my hand ran through her head and pulled out her hair extensions. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Uh, The most peculiar or stimulating, depending on how you want to look at it, we already covered this, is when she answered the door naked. Out of all of my first dates, 15 women propositioned me to have sex with them on the first date. I mean, that sounds like a nice compliment. (laughs) (laughs) That's 3% of all of my first dates. (laughs) I mean, you're a handsome guy. (laughs) Uh, And as we said before, one of the women actually asked me to get her pregnant. (laughs) Yep. 38 of my first dates did not reflect their profile pictures at all. So that's That's almost 10% of all of my first dates 
didn't look like their profile pictures. That's yeah. disappointing. And then on all of my first dates, I was stood up on six dates. So not too bad. Now, I had 387 first dates. Uh-huh. And out of those 387 women, uh-huh. 263 of them resulted in a second date. That's actually incredible. That's 68%. That's incre- I don't, I, that's incredible. Now, the worst thing about my second dates was that out of those second dates, nine women on the second date revealed to me that they were still married. <laughs> uh, so out of the second dates, that materialized then into a third date was 110 which meant 42% of my second dates became third dates or 28% of all of my dates resulted in a third date. That's an extremely high percentage. You think so? Yeah, I wasn't sure. No, so. Yeah, I wasn't sure. And then my worst third date, which we've covered, was Cupcake Girl, who caught my carpet on fire. But you know what? That story, I mean, you're going to be telling that for the rest of your life. So it may have actually been your best ever third date. I can't believe you've been tracking this the whole time and have been hiding it from me. And and let's continue. And so 37 of those dates lasted longer than a week. So that's 33. Really impressive. That's very impressive. 33% of my third dates then ended up lasting longer than a week which was 9% of all of my dates. Uh, Out of all of the women who I've dated, I dated Uh 15 Jennifers. I knew you were going to say something with a name. Okay. I dated 12 Amandas and 11 Kimberleys. That's incredible. And out of all the dates, 13 times, I gave someone a second chance after dating them, breaking up, and then deciding to get back together with them. And typically after several months, 13 times I gave somebody a second chance. Okay. Here's a couple of another quick ones. Five times, and and this I guess is the more romantic side. Five times I thought she was the one. Hmm. Four times I was cheated on. Three times I was heartbroken. And two of those times that I was heartbroken, it was with, people who I thought were the one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then one time, well, I'll tell you after the break. It has been an absolute blast sharing our lives with you over the last several years. Although we part ways for now, don't forget these 100 episodes will be online for you to listen to again and again. Share with your friends and you can still find help meeting someone by contacting Erica at a little nudge.com. Thank you to all of our listeners. And you never know, maybe you'll hear a special anniversary episode one day on. So we met online. Chris, this is incredible. I, I feel I don't know how I feel. I can't believe you've been tracking this the whole time. I I just, I don't have words. 
I don't have words. Yep. And it takes a lot for me to not have words. Let me tell you that. So just before the break, we said that there was one more. So let me tell you a story. So we met online. This is a story about love, sex, and of course, everything in between. We met on eHarmony. Out of all the stats, I will say that I've used all of the platforms. I've used all of the mobile apps. Every single platform out there, I've tried at least once. Farmers only? Sure. Sure. At some <laughs> point in time, I thought, you know, I could use a good farmer chick. So we met on eHarmony and you know, we exchanged a couple of messages. They were good, you know, en enough to warrant a phone call. She wanted to have a chat before meeting in person and it was fine. This was in 2016. So four years ago. Okay. And so we got on the call and I think the conversation was okay, but it didn't last long. It, it lasted only about 10 minutes. We hung up and about, I'd say a half an hour after that phone call, I got a text message from her saying, thank you for the call. It was nice meeting you. I don't think there's a match. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. Rushed it off, never thought about it again. Two years go by and I'm at Disneyland <laughs> and I'm hanging out with friends and I'm looking at pictures, taking pictures, posting them on social media and decide to post a picture on Instagram. And while I'm on Instagram, the feature is still there where you can connect with people that you may know. Mm -hmm. And But two years ago, there was like a button that says like, connect all and you press that button and it would just automatically follow everybody who was in your contact list. <laughs> so I press this button and about 10 minutes later, I get an email from somebody that says, do I know who you are? And I'm like, I don't know. So I quickly look at the profile. It's some woman. Uh, she sort of looks familiar, but I don't know. It's the woman who I had spoken with from eHarmony two years ago. Mm -hmm. But we didn't know this at this time. I'm like, I have no idea who you are. Do I know you from work? Do I know you from school? Do I know you from a friend of a friend? No idea who this person is. But I say, well, there's only one way to really figure out how we know each other. We're going back and forth on Instagram forever on this. And I said, the only way we're gonna figure this out is to have dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so suave. And she's like, okay, let's have dinner. So we make arrangements to go have sushi and I'm driving and I'm running a little late and she texts me and says, I'm here. And I'm like, okay, I'm on my way. Well, when she texts me that she's here, her profile on my phone pops up because I had her phone number in my phone. And oh. I went back and I looked and I was like, because again, I track all of this. Oh my gosh. I went back and I looked and I was like, oh my gosh, this is an individual who I met on eHarmony two years ago. And I remember the conversation. I see we only talked for like 10 minutes and she sent me a text message, which I still have that says, mm -hmm. I don't think this is going to be a good match. So when she said, I'm here, the text history was in there. Yes, right. Exactly. <laughs> so I then text her and I said, I figured out how we know each other. And she's like, you do? I'll tell you when I get there. So now she's a little nervous, but I get there. We meet in person. We go into the restaurant. We sit down for our sushi. 
And I tell her this story that we had met on eHarmony two years ago. We had a 10 minute conversation. She sent me a text message saying that she doesn't think it's a good match and we never met. Mm -hmm. And she now remembers the story. We sit there and continue to have dinner together and just talk. And that relationship lasted for two years. <laughs> we then broke up. Now, this is a relationship that started while we were doing our podcast. There's mm -hmm. a lot of reasons why we broke up, though I haven't shared with the audience, but two years ago, my father passed away. And I think when my father passed away, I kind of had what you would call a nervous breakdown. I really just couldn't be in a relationship. I needed an escape. I needed a, a way to get away from everything, away from people, work, relationships, whatever else you want to talk about. And so I ended the relationship prematurely, I would say, and we didn't talk. And obviously mm -hmm. she was very hurt. I shouldn't have done it, but so be it. You know, it, it happened and not much else to say about that. The story isn't over though. In March of this year, as the pandemic starts to happen, I reached back out to her. I think over the last you know year or so, I had time to heal my wounds from my father. I had an opportunity to reflect on the relationships, reflect on things that I want in my relationships, all these great things that you should be doing. You should be emotionally prepared for relationships. And I really began to realize what I wanted in a relationship, and I realized that it was her. So I reached back out to her and I said, I know I don't deserve this, but I am going to ask you for a second chance. We talked and we went a very lengthy process over the last six or so months to peel all of our wounds so that we could get back into this relationship. All is going well. And I lead up to really the punchline of this. So we met online and now I'm engaged. You're what? <laughs> I'm finding out with everyone else? Wait, what? Yes. You're engaged? You are finding this out with everybody else. You're engaged? I'm engaged. My God, Chris, congratulations. <laughs> I can't believe you've been hiding this from me. Well, how well should we end our podcast on the 100th episode than with a celebration? Oh, my God. Oh, uh, oh my God. I'm in, sh I mean, I, I, I'm in shock. And uh, yeah, so we met online.